Mega Trivia Slam. Hey, everybody, what's up? My name is Steve Strangio. Welcome to the show. Yeah, we have a crowd tonight. Let them hear you one more time. Yeah, baby. That's what I love. So uh, if you're playing at home, ladies and gentlemen, if you've seen the show before, you know what I'm about to say. But I'm, damn it, I'm going to say it for the new kids because I love the new kids out there. Um, it's all about having a good time, okay? The tagline has always been, shout out the answers, just keep your own damn score, okay? I don't want to know about it, all right? It's just about having a good time with trivia, getting your friends together. We have eight rounds of multiple choice trivia. There'll be one question per round, but every round's going to be different. They will be multiple choice, so you can shout out the answers, okay? Uh, get your friends together and play, play along, whatever the hell you want to do. Maybe you might even want to get a mug with you. Yeah! Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Tastes like victory. Yeah, that's, that's some good... That's some high-quality H2O right there. So there you go. So Super Mega Trivia Slam mugs now available. We'll really tell you more about that. Um, so we're going to do that, and we're going to keep playing out, doing the show, and just having a damn good time. More information later. We're going to do three rounds where everybody here can shout out answers. You can shout out answers at home. But then we're going to pick one player after the third round. Now, one player can only answer. They're going to wait till the end. But everybody here is going to shout out answers. If you want to do that at home, too, shout really loud. Open your window. And just shout. Just wake your neighbors. Don't do that because they're probably going to punch you. But just have a good time uh, and do that with your friends and family. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So here we go. We're going to move on to round number one to begin this wacky hoo-ha thingy. Here we go. Round number one. Everybody jump. Jump. That's going to be round number one. Here is the reason. The magic jumping bean. Some people call it something else. I think it's a little wacky. The magic jumping bean has been around for many years, uh, both fascinating and scaring the hell out of people. Uh, some people call it a toy. Some people call it evil. But one mystery remains. What is that mystery? What makes the bean jump? Those are your choices. A, the buildup of heat. B, a worm inside the bean. C, growth spurts. Or D, the devil. You have 30 seconds. Go! It's like, worm! We got some tequila fans in here. All right, keep going, keep going. Anybody, so... We have, so what do you got here? I got B. You got B. You got a worm inside. So everybody thinks it's B? Maybe the worm's growing. Maybe the worm's the devil. You never know. <laughs> it, it could be very easy. You never know. All right, so everybody basically is thinking a worm inside the bean. That's what you're thinking? All right, guess what? And if you get this right, I want to hear it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, a bee! It's a worm inside the bean. Hey, how about a fun fact? All right, here we go. Beans the facts. Uh, from a type of shrub that is found in Mexico, Mexico, if you want to say it right, um, the beans uh, contain a tiny mor uh, moth larva. I was going to say morth larva. Uh, moth larva living inside that forces the bean to jump um, and scare the, you know, everybody around you for, for doing it. Um, the moths lay their eggs in the seed pods and worms are formed inside the beans. So when you're buying those magic jumping beans, you're just buying a bunch of worms. So enjoy, kids. Have a good time with that. So you guys, how did you guys know that? How did you guys know that one? I told you, I know everything. She knows everything. What is your name again? Rachel. Rachel is here with? Kim. Kim. So Rachel and Kim are the two, uh, our two new kids uh, here today. So thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. So Rachel and Kim. So uh, I, I love that they're, they're loud and they're into it. And thank, thank you so much for hanging out with us. All right. You ready for round number two? Uh, yeah, round number two. We got two more rounds to go before we start inviting people into the game. Round number two. Who are these people that want to know trivia? You asked me about Seinfeld, right? So there we go. Before the show, we should talk about Seinfeld. It's one of the classic sitcoms of our era, and will continue to be so for quite some time. However, 
Seinfeld was not the original name of the show. Here is your question. What was the original title of Seinfeld? Uh, the Seinfeld Chronicles, uh, B, Four Pals, or C, The Jerry Seinfeld Show. 30 seconds, go! I want to say A. You want to say A, The Seinfeld Chronicles. Really? Okay. If you've been paying attention, I may have done this question once before, so I'm kind of like reliving the hits. All right, you have 17 seconds to go. You can change your answer. If you're thinking, well, maybe it's maybe it's the Jerry Seinfeld show. I don't know. It could be. What do you think? So you're all sticking with the Seinfeld. Why, why are you saying the Seinfeld crime? It sounds right. It sounds right. Yeah. Okay, because it's kind of four seconds to go. Did you change your answer? Do you want to keep it as the Seinfeld Chronicles? Well, we're going to find out, ladies and gentlemen, right now, what was the original title. It wasn't Beans. It was, yeah, A, the Seinfeld Chronicles. Yeah, the crowd was right. Woo! Good we're job, brilliant. everybody. What's that? We're brilliant. You're, you are brilliant because you're here, damn it. And you like my mug. <laughs> That's Yay! why. Mm. Yeah. That tastes good. All right. Yada, yada, yada. Fact. Um, so as not to be confused with another sitcom in 1990 called The Marshall Chronicles. It happened at the same time. Um, it was decided to change uh, the Seinfeld Chronicles to just Seinfeld. Um, and also the name of the pilot, which was called Stand Up. They called it Stand Up for some reason. And then Good News, Bad News, until everybody said, let's, you know, they decided to make the change and just call it Seinfeld. That's a, Seinfeld is like one of those classic sitcoms that will continue to go, like the Honeymooners, you know, and All in the Family and certain things. Um, it was just kind of, it just, even though it's like a snapshot of the 90s, it just had a lot of universal themes to it. You know, so you just keep going on and on, just always watch. And everything is classic in that, so there you go. I think the first, the first three seasons, they were kind of finding themselves, and the fourth season, they kind of hit, and it went really great. All right, moving on. We've got one more round to go before we start asking people to play. Here comes round number three. It's TV time with Steve. All right, so here we go. That'll be our freeze frame for the, for the YouTube channel. All right. All right. At the very beginning of television, there were only a few television networks like CBS, NBC, and ABC. But wait! There's more! What was the fourth television network when TV first started? Those are your choices. A, RKO. B, The Dumont. Or C, RCA. 30 seconds, go! What do you say? B. <clears throat> Dumont Network. Yeah. All right, but they make paint. Why would they want to make television? That's DuPont. You got me. <laughs> Every so often I try to trick him out. All right, so we got 15 seconds to go, so everybody's going. What else? We got We got B with Dumont. What do you think? RKO. Why choose RKO? Media film giant. That's right. Very good point. Very good point. Well, that's happening with Paramount Plus is out there, too, so everybody's basically doing it. Fox. All right, time is up. So we have either RKO or Dumont. Anybody going to say RCA? No? Just staring at me like a... All right. Just because you... Because, once again, you're the rebel. All right, but ladies and gentlemen, here comes your answer. What was, back then, what was the fourth television network? Rachel's shaking her head. It's actually Dumont. I don't know why it says A, but it's actually Dumont. Yeah, B is Dumont. So, yeah, the Dumont... You're right. There you go, Dumont. There we go. Um, it's a TV fact blowout, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, rivaling CBS and, NB and NBC, ABC actually came a little later. Uh, the Dumont Network was actually the first TV, their very, very first TV network in the USA. There were other TV networks uh, abroad. Uh, it started in 1942 
and was partnered up with Paramount Pictures. So Paramount Plus, that kind of gave you a hint there. So. Uh, while the other TV networks grew from radio networks. So radio, that's why a lot of the early television shows kind of felt like a radio show. Because really they were just transferring that to that. Um, they ceased operations in 1956. So the big thing right now with TV is that since everything is basically streaming, they have to rely on the, the film uh, companies to keep them going. Everything's kind of conglomerating and getting together, and it's all going to be just one big mess until holography kicks in, and then nobody knows what the hell's going to happen. So, you know, people just 3D in your house and stuff I like that. Be a hologram. You could be a hologram if you want to, sure. What the hell? You have to just stay at home and just beam yourself in. You know, yeah. you and Tupac, you just like hang out. It'd be fun. No, no, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. That, that would be fun. That would be fun. You, okay, I would see that. I would pay for that. All right, you're going to be our first contestant. Yes, you are. You are going to be our first contestant. So what's going to happen is, okay, I'm going to ask a question. We're going to go to round number four. I'll tell you what the theory. You watch it, okay, and, and don't give out your answer right away. All right. Everybody here is going to help you. Everybody's going to shout out answers. All right. But only then you can make the final decision. All right. So here we go. Round number four. It's Super Mega Trivia Mania, ladies and gentlemen. The WWE has been known for creating memorable characters for their superstars, battling it out in the squared circle. However, there is one participant who changed his name after being known as the Ringmaster. The Ringmaster was his original name. Who was it? Was it A, Bret the Hitman Hart, B, The Undertaker, or C, Stone Cold Steve Austin? Shout out your answers! Up or out? So we have one Undertaker. She's saying Stone Cold Steve Austin. What do you think? Uh, Stu's saying Dumont. So <laughs> you got 13 seconds to go. Help her out. Help her out at home if you want to. Shout out the answers if you're playing with your friends. Help them out. Seven seconds to go. So I'm going to ask you right now, the ringmaster changed his name to what? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Why? Why are you saying that? You just want to trust your friends. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Sometimes peer pressure is good because you're correct, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Stone Cold Steve Austin was known as the ringmaster when he first came in. So she did see every so often. You can't see it, but there's dancing happening. Right Give me a fact, yeah! Alright, so initially known as Stunning Steve Austin in WCW, uh, he was brought into the then WWF. As the guy, under the guidance of the Million Dollar Man, but soon later changed um, his character to the, the mud hole stomping, beer swilling Stone Cold Steve Austin. So that's kind of cool. Actually, he got Stone Cold because um, the, uh, the woman he was married to at the time was British. This is actually true, and he owned up to this. She was making him some tea, and he was on, like, trying to figure out what his new name should be, and she goes, We better drink your tea because it's getting Stone Cold. That's what she said. And he goes, wait a second. <laughs> that sounds really good. And he actually based his character, he actually saw a movie, a documentary on serial killers. And he based his character on these serial killers who just had absolutely no remorse. And that was Stone Cold Steve Austin. He'd just like kick your butt and not care because he's Stone Cold. That's the way it works. So there you go. All right, who wants to play? Right there. All right, let's shout out your name. I mean, I know it, so but they don't know it. All right, so here we go. They don't. She is. Rachel didn't know it, so there you go. All right, here we go. Round number five. Green superheroes. Green superheroes. We're not talking about environmentally conscious superheroes, all right? But ones with the word green in their name. 
Britt Reed was a publisher of the Daily Sentinel, but he was also an emerald crime fighter. All right. Who was he? Was it A, Green Lantern, B, Green Hornet, or C, Green Arrow? You got 30 seconds. Go, help her out. Don't answer just yet, Joe. Help her out. Shout out to Nessie. The Green Hairnet? No, not even. That's not one of the choices, still. Green Hornet. You're saying the Green Hornet. Green Lantern, she's saying. So, Stu, why are you saying Green Hornet? Because I listen to a lot of old-time radio. Old-time radio, so you know. And why are you saying Green Lantern? Uh, because I saw the movie Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, the infamous Green Lantern movie. Yeah, he, he actually killed that character in Deadpool. So there we go. There you go. Yeah, so there we go. All right, so uh, your choices. So, Joe, it's up to you. What is it? I'm going to say Green Hornet. Green Hornet, why? So based on what he said, kind of going with that. Green Hornet. All right. You're correct, oh, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Thank you, Stu. Stu's knowledge of old-time radio serials helped out. She, once she's done, she's doing the Batman now. She's doing the, Here it is. All right. Here is the daily factinal for you. Um, with trusty Cato by his side, played by Bruce Lee in the TV series. If you've ever seen it, they actually talk about it in one of the Bruce Lee movies. Uh, about how that whole thing happened. The Green Hornet appeared in many comic books, radio series, uh, TV series, and even a few movies. The TV version appeared um, in the original... I said that's out of the original. The original uh, series, uh, the original Batman series. They did a two-episode arc with the uh, the Green uh, Hornet and Kato, played by Bruce Lee. Uh, and it continues to be a fan favorite uh, to this day. I remember actually seeing that when I was a kid. The 1966 version of Batman, the campy version. Adam West and Burt Ward, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lone Ranger's nephew. Well, there you go. Trivia facts by Stu. There you go. You need a mug, Stu. We should. <laughs> trivia facts by Stu. Super Stu. Stu. Super trivia slam. Um, and it was just, uh, you know, the Green Hornet's been around in many different incarnations over the years, so it's always fun to watch how it progressed and how it grew. Um, and then they made a movie, which was kind of a, a wacky version of it. They're making a new version, which is maybe a little more serious. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was pretty. It was a pretty good movie. So there you go. All right, who wants to play? You want to play? Kim. All right, Kim's gonna try. Give her some love. Kim, I got one thing to say to you, Kim. I'm your Huckleberry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? That's one of the classic movie lines uttered by Val Kilmer in the movie Tombstone. All right, when he uh, played the legendary gunfighter and gambler Doc Holliday. But exactly what does "I'm your Huckleberry" mean? What does "I'm your Huckleberry"? Mean A, the right person for the job. A head fell down when I talked about it. B, an evil person ready to die. Or C, a scared person with regrets. 30 seconds, don't answer yet. Shout out the answers, go. What is Amiel Huckleberry? Hey, the right person for the job. All right. Yeah. Now, yeah, we got 20 seconds to go. Hold on to your thoughts just yet. You may, you may change your mind. Who else can convince her otherwise? Amiel Huckleberry means you got 14 seconds to go. A, the right person for the job. B, an evil person ready to die. Or C, a scared person with regrets. Anybody else? No? Anybody at home? No? Shout out your answers. You can do it. You can play at home. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your Huckleberry means... A, the right person for the job. Why do you choose that? Just guessing. There you go. Well, guess what? You're right. There you go. A... The right, you are the right person for the job. Excellent. Here's a fun fact, Barry, for you. Uh, in the context that Doc Holliday said uh, the line at least twice in the movie, actually, 
since he was well-read and probably read Tom Sawyer, uh, Doc said this as a way of letting people know that he was the right person to kill John and Ringo uh, and uh, his adversary in real life and also uh, in the movies. Have you guys seen uh, Tombstone? Have you seen no. the movie? See Never the movie. See the movie. It is one of those movies that have just been around for a while. Um, and it's a retelling, obviously, of the Tombstone story, but it's done in such a stuff. And I got to tell you, Val Kilmer just steals the damn movie, you know. Uh, and he's just—he he had this charisma about, it. you know, when he actually he played Batman. Val Kilmer played Batman. I always felt he would be an awesome Joker because he has the face for it, you know, and he had the you know, the mouth for it and everything. He just would have been so great. He went through some health issues as of late, but he's coming back. Uh, the man's uh, just a talent. So. Uh, I would definitely love to see that. All right, who wants to play? Joanne, you want to play? No, there's one play. Okay, moving on. <laughs> She's like, no, 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 not me. So we'll, get, we'll get to the super fan. We got time. You got to save round number eight for the super fans. There we go. All right, you ready? Here we go. Wars of the Stars. Stars, stars, stars. Um, the original Star Wars film that started it all took inspiration from a lot of things ranging from fighter pilot movies to swashbuckling adventure films of the past. Now, George Lucas has gone on record uh, stating that the then Princess Leia, her hairstyle was inspired by this. Okay, here we go. A, female Mexican soldiers. B, cinnamon buns. Uh, or C, aerospace headphones. 30 seconds, help them out. What do you got? Yeah, you going with cinnamon buns? <laughs> okay. Yeah, why not? They're delicious. Joe, Joe's doing the cinnamon bun dance. I don't know how that goes. You do this a lot, probably. All right. All right, you got 16 seconds to go. Stu, what do you think? Uh, C, aerospace headphones. Okay. A, you would have gone with A, female Mexican soldiers. Yeah, okay. Well, time is up. What is your answer? I'm going to go with C, aerospace headphones. Why, why C? This makes sense, right? Could be cinnamon buns. They are quite tasty. Hardware was, yeah. That was a parody. Exactly. Because if you're in battle, maybe during battle you get hungry. You just pop one off and just eat a cinnamon bun. All right, so you're going to go with um, C, aerospace headphones. Okay. No, just for the hell of it. Because we're here. Princess Leia's hairstyle was inspired by female Mexican soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? How does that happen? She's doing the female. You're inventing dances as we go. She's just basically doing. <laughs> May the facts be with you, and of course, and also, and also with you. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, they were known as soldaderas. Soldaderas. Um, and they were Mexican revolutionaries at the start of the 20th century. Uh, this was their hairstyle, and he chose it uh, for Leia to represent her fighting spirit, sense of rebellion. Um, he didn't want a damsel in distress. Damn it, he wanted a fighter, and that's what he got. Princess and then General Leia, uh, one of my personal heroes. So cheers to you, Leia. Cheers to you, Leia. Oh. All right. Guess what? It's time for round number eight. Stu! This is your moment to shine, my friend. Stu, Stu, Stu. became the Jerry Springer show all of a sudden. Stu. <laughs> well, my name is Steve. My name is, there you go. There we go. Round number eight, finding out about the founding fathers from facts that I found. 
There it is, a Jerry Springer show. <laughs> Pretty soon people's going to throw a chair at me. It's going to be insane. Here we go. As many know, the Founding Fathers helped forge these here United States of America. Uh, however, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe all share one thing. Are you ready, Stu? It's not cinnamon buns. I'm telling you right now. Dolly Madison. Dolly Madison. No, stop that. How dare you, sir? How It's funny, but how dare you, sir? These are our Founding Fathers. How dare Stu say that? All right, moving on. What do Adams, Jefferson, and Monroe share? A, they all had ice cream named after them. Uh, B, they're all from the same town. Pisons. Uh, or C, they all died on July 4th. You have 30 seconds. Help Stu out. Go. I want to say death date. That's just going to be morbid. Uh-huh. So we got, we got one death date. <laughs> yeah. From the same town. Same town. Okay, we're saying before the show that paisans in Italian means you're from the same town. So they were, they were all paisans. Twelve seconds to go. Stu is is thinking. I can see the heat coming off your head. Five seconds to go. All right, Stu. Two, one. What do Adams, Jefferson, and Monroe share? Stu, what is your answer? B. They're all from the same town. You think that they're paisans. Hmm. Are they paisans? Here comes your answer. They all died on July 4th. All of them died on July 4th. Because that's the most American thing you can do, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Die on July 4th, especially if a blockbuster blows up in your face. Uh, here's a declaration of fact dependence for you. Um, in reality, only two people signed the Declaration of Independence on July 4th. Those two were John Hancock and Charles Thompson. Uh, also, the Founding Fathers thought that Independence Day should be on July 2nd uh, because that's the official day that the Continental Congress declared freedom from Great Britain. So there you go. So for all you British people out there, sorry. <laughs> this is America. We're free in America. So July 2nd, if you want to start celebrating, go nuts. I don't care. It's, it's, it's America. You can do whatever hell you want to. Eight questions. Are you guys having a good time so far? All right. Thank you so much. You're watching Super Mega Trivia Slam in our, in our new mug, which you'll be able to purchase very soon if you want to. We're working on some new shirts, too. If you haven't seen this shirt, that's my shirt. This actually says, keep your own damn score, but the your own is really small. So it's like, keep damn score. So I don't know, i got to work on that. Uh, and I'm your host, Steve, and you know, this the back here. So we're working on stuff to get stuff out there. Um, we're looking to also uh, do a uh, crowdfunding campaign. Uh, as soon as we can because uh, we're looking to do, um, I'm taking Bobby with me, we're going to go to uh, another venue and it's like, a, it's like a big massive theater and we want to film three back-to-back -back episodes almost like rock star style, you know, and we're looking to make that happen. So do that, a few bucks, I'm not asking for a lot, but I'll be telling you more about that later. So when the actual crowdfunding thing goes live, um, we'd be more than happy to, you know, I, I, will, I have so many incentives for you guys stuff I can do. But the incentives come down to I will actually, if you donate enough money, I will create your very own uh, trivia, a round of trivia based on your information. Okay? Or even like three questions, like your own little mini show that you can share on all, on all of your social media. Um, we have all sorts of giveaway, personal thank yous and all sorts of cool stuff. So that's coming up very soon. But for now, we're here, we're playing the game and now we're moving on to the rapid fire round, ladies and gentlemen. What the hell? Is the rapid fire round, you may ask. Well, you're going to have five questions, but you only have three seconds each to answer the questions. And it's going to be an either-or scenario. I will say a statement, 
and you have to say one of two things if you believe in me or if you think I'm lying. Those two things would be bully versus I say nay. All right? So if I say something and you agree with it, bully. All right? That's what he used to say back in Roosevelt times, Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, or I say nay, they would say back in July 4th when people were dying. All right, so here we go. Here comes your first statement. At Cornell University, you can major in wine. Bully or I say nay. Go. Bully. 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 I say they bully. Nay. You say nay. Okay. Mostly bully. She's saying nay. What are you saying? She's saying nay. That's fake news. That's fake. Oh, that's, that's an entirely different conversation. All right. At Cornell University, you can major in wine. Bully versus I say nay. Bully. Yeah, it's a party school. Uh, it's called viticulture and enology. So if you want to study for the final, which I've been studying for for my entire life, go do that. All right, here we go. Bully versus I say nay. From Earth, you can see the entire moon. Bully or I say nay. Go. I say nay. You say nay. Bully. Bully. Mm. Ooh, semantics. She's saying, what, what do I mean by entire? All right. The entire moon. All right. I say nay. Dark side of the moon, Pink Floyd, where are my people? Come on. There you go. We only see one side, not the dark side of the moon. All right, moving on. Three, um, you would never get older if you could travel at the speed of light. Go. Oh, I've stumped them. They're staring. Bully. Bully. We have our first bully. Bully, bully. All right, here we go. You would never get older if you could travel at the speed of light. Bully! You experience zero time flow. Zero time. There you go. Boom. All right. Two more questions to go. It's bully versus I say nay. Look in the mirror and say Candyman three times to make him appear. Go! Bully! I say nay. It doesn't work for her yet. She wants to meet Candyman. Candyman, can you? I can't say it any more time. <laughs> you have to steer. You say nay. I say nay. You have to say it five times. Five times also. Also Candyman as well. Candyman and Bloody Mary might have a thing together. You never know. You never know. You have to stare in the mirror. There you go. You stare in the The crowd's making me laugh. This is awesome. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we come to the final question. Joe, give me the aw. Aww. Aww. <laughs> he says it every show. Here comes the final question. It's going to be bully versus I say nay. Bat bombs were once a real thing. Go. I want to say yeah. Bully. bully. It's weird. It's weird. There you go. There you go. I say. I say. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I love it when the crowd makes me laugh. All right, here we go. Uh, bat bombs were once a real thing. Bully versus I say nay. What is the answer? As a bully! Created and tested in the 1940s by strapping small bombs to bats yep. to win World War II, but it was canceled because of manufacturing problems. But that actually, they would create, they would actually put the, bat, the bombs on the bats and they would put them in the nests and they would have to go and they would just blow up at a certain time. But... I guess it cost too much money, so they invented one big bomb, and that's, that's the whole thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so that is Super Mega Trivia Slam. My name is Steve Strangio. Check us out on all the social media. Gang of hate.